0: Welcome to Tell an American to Vote, a place where we remind you and encourage everybody who can vote in U.S. elections to request your ballot. Send it back. I'm David Schellenberg. With me, Rachel, Rachel Oyster <laughs> We're here the chair and vice chair for Democrats abroad in Canada's capital region. Hello, Rachel. Hello, David. So the topic today is requesting your ballot.
1: Requesting your ballot and do it now.
0: Something you do every year. Yes. Yes, and and I'm I am sitting here trying to remember if I have requested my ballot. When the last time it was,
1: <laughs> request your ballot, David. So
0: I might as well do it again. <laughs> you might as
1: well do it again. I don't think you can do it too many times. No, no, you should do it once a
0: year. Once a year. Yes. Do it at the start of the year.
1: Well, I'm going to recommend. Yeah. The Ides of January. Okay. January 15. This is the reason if you request your ballot through votefromabroad.org, right? Which Automatically fills out the uh, postcard form for you. Then the state is required to send you your ballot 45 days before the election.
0: Right. Which is the key thing as we're heading into this presidential year. Yes. But really every single year. Every single year. You can do it. Every single
1: year. And... Super Tuesday this year is March 3, and roughly 45 days before March 3 is January 15. (laughs) So just make that an annual date on your calendar. Request your ballot from votefromabroad.org.
0: Now, the key thing is everybody who is a U.S. citizen can request a ballot, Mm -hmm. and everybody has a different reason why they might be a U.S. citizen. So in my particular case, I was born in the United States sort of through a freak of nature more than anything else because mom and dad happen to be there. You're
1: calling yourself a freak of nature. Yes, exactly. It's either that
0: or an accident of biology, depending on how you look at it. Maybe both. Yes, exactly. Uh, So I can vote, uh, but but that's part of one of the tricks is to know that there's a lot of us who can vote, even if we've never really lived in the United States. That's
1: right, yeah. Yeah, and there are people who have never lived in the United States, but they have an American parent and they are entitled to vote. They are a citizen.
0: And, And I think sometimes you could have like two American parents from two different places even though you've never lived in the United States.
1: Yes, because you vote as of your last American address. Right. So if you lived in the U.S. and now you've moved outside the country, you use it doesn't matter whether you were born there or not. You use the address you last lived. If you are a parent moved out of the country and then had you, then you use their address. If you have parents with different addresses, their <laughs> last, last place of abode, yeah. um, you can choose which one to use as your voting address. But that's a hard... I'm trying to imagine that circumstance. Your parents divorced, lived in different places, moved out of the country. Ah, they met in Canada. Yes,
0: exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yes.
1: <laughs> they met in Canada, but they lived in two different states. So you get your choice.
0: Yeah. It, it's, 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 amazing. And that's a, so much of what this podcast is all about. Tell an American to vote is you might, you might think you have the ability to vote or you might know somebody who has the ability to vote. And the key is you've got to get out there and do it.
1: Yeah. Tell your friends if you're not an American yourself, but you're enjoying our podcast. Yes. Tell and and yeah. you
0: know somebody who is. And you is. know somebody who is, who has,
1: and you're like, oh my goodness, my neighbor was born in Ohio. Make sure they vote, please.
0: Yes. And votefromabroad.org is the place to go and request a ballot. And there's a couple of places on the internet where you can get your ballot, but votefromabroad.org is the one that we both use. And yes, we it's, both like it.
1: Yes, yes. And it is actually set up by Democrats Abroad to take in every little quirk of every state or territory or Democrats Abroad itself right. um, in in their in the way their elections are regulated. So, for example, something I learned yesterday, yeah. not every state, when you fill out this, uh, when, if you go to vote, for, I should back up, when you go to votefromabroad.org, it actually fills out automatically the FPCA, which is the Federal Postcard application for an absentee ballot.
0: (laughs) Which made perfect sense 200 years ago, but but currently, the postcard application doesn't... That's not the way we do anything anymore.
1: No, no. But anyway, so it fills out this little form, and it is automated by Democrats Abroad to take into account what your state requires. Right. Um, some of the states allow you to upload a, a photograph of your signature to sign this federal postcard application. Right. Some of them don't.
0: And that's part of the craziness of trying to do this is every single state will have a slightly different way of requesting your ballot.
1: And different and different laws that regulate it. And Democrats Abroad has built into this VoteFromAbroad.org site all of the little quirks of all of the different jurisdictions Right. So that once you've typed in your voting address, everything that is required for you to get your absentee ballot is already accounted for within the system.
0: I know, I know the first time I did it, I had to basically phone up mom and ask, what was I that knew. last address that we had? Because I have no no memory of it. exactly. But, but it's amazing when you go and you fill up the process. Somebody somewhere clearly looked it up and had a record of me being at that address. Right. Because it was any sort of online website like votefromabroad.org has a couple of hiccups and a couple times you have to reread things 10 times to get through. But once you get through the end of the five steps, like a ballot just sort of magically shows up.
1: (laughs) Yes, Although I had a little trouble getting through my five steps. I just used the votefromabroad.org system this this year for the, well, this year, this week, two days ago for the first time. I've always in the past gone directly to Massachusetts, which is the state I vote out of. Okay. But it's a good idea to do it through votefromabroad.org. And I didn't, um, I, I, <laughs> I did it by mistake about an hour before my cat's appointed dinner time. <laughs> So oh, no. I worked through all the five steps, one after another, and a couple of them, as you say, you have to read a couple times and, yeah. and gather your information. And I got the whole thing filled out. I got all the way to the little email that it automatically writes for you to send to your local uh, elections officer. And my cats were marching around the whole time, yelling their heads off about how nobody had ever fed them in their lives, right. walking over me and around me. And somebody or both of them stepped on something on my keyboard <laughs> and froze my computer, traumatically that I couldn't do anything. I had to reboot it twice <laughs> <laughs> to get back to where I was, and I had to start over again at step one. All the information was gone. So make sure your pets are fed before uh, you yes, step
0: up. <laughs> Maybe of the key your children and, and your partner. And,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's a, it is sort of a good project like that, too. Like on uh, in, in the evening, yep. once everything's in place, yes. just, like you sit down with the computer, yeah. and you get a, like, a little cup of tea, yep. and uh, and you sort of go through the steps <laughs> and it out.
1: I should probably mention some of the other little quirks that I discovered in the form.
0: Well, it is actually fascinating when you fill out the form because they do, like, literally different states have different things. Yes. So my state requires a signature. Yes. And, and one of the things that votefromabroad.org helps you through is signing a piece of paper, taking a picture of yep. that piece of paper. <laughs> right
1: on your device. Yes, and
0: then <laughs> uploading that into the website and then putting that website into the form that exactly. will, in then case. No, and so it's... The, the amount of steps and the infrastructure to be able to pull it off is, it's, is not an easy thing.
1: No, it, and it's really impressive. There are a couple things just to be aware of. Some of the steps, it, it's five steps. They are pretty simple, but some of them aren't quite as straightforward as I expected. Right. right from the get-go, since I am an American living in Canada, I had trouble inputting my phone number. Ah. Yeah. Because it's set up, most Democrats abroad members live in other countries and they require a country code. Right. But in Canada, we just use an area code like in the U.S. Yes. And that's all it wanted. So I had, it took me a while, a little trial and error to discover I had to do plus one and then my area code and then my phone number and it accepted that. Right. But yeah, so it's just little, little quirky things like that. If you're patient, if you keep just, yeah, the steps are easy, but yes. some of them you might have to tinker with a bit.
0: So many different ways to be able to request your ballot online, but but really, votefromabroad. org takes care of a lot of little odds and ends.
1: Yeah, I mean, there it's automated, uh, as we were saying, to account for all the little quirks of your state. Yeah, but there are other good reasons to do it from votefromabroad.org. Oh, yes.
0: What could those be?
1: <laughs> well, if you if you register if you request your ballot through votefromabroad.org, org, which is effectively registering, um, it protects your ballot in case there's a recount. All right. Yeah, which apparently in some states. Could, your ballot could otherwise be challenged. Um,
0: oh, so you've actually filled it out using this FPC. federal
1: form, yeah.
0: Right, uh, so org fills out that form fills for Fills out the form you, for you, yeah. And then it's an official federal form. Exactly.
1: Um, it also means that you'll get a ballot for all primaries, special elections, and runoffs that occur in the calendar year when you request it. Right. Where some states might only send you the ballot for the next election.
0: And that's what I found in Iowa when I go and fill it out every year. Like, just out of the blue, there there will be a couple of times a year when a ballot will show up in my email.
1: Even in an off year, like not a primary or a presidential election year.
0: Well, because we're voting about something that has nothing to do with with any sort of federal thing. It's just some sort of a local issue. Right. Where do you, do you want to fund the construction of something or other? Right. Or sometimes, yeah, an election can just appear out of, out of the blue because right. they need to fill a position. Right. And when you've done your ballot every single year, you're you're, you're set for whatever's going to come along. Exactly
1: right, because special elections arise without any warning at all. Right, right. And then there's the question of whether you should use your state ballot at all. If you're voting in the global primary, you're voting for a presidential candidate. You can't do that again on your state ballot. Right. But should you vote for the other elections? Yes, you should, because it's at the state level where the issues that you care about are regulated, and it's at the state level where redistricting after the 2020 census is going to happen. So yes, please <laughs> use your state ballot. But the other reasons to do it through. Vote from abroad, abroad.org. Um It allows you to request your ballot to be sent to you by email fax or an online another online method, mm-hmm. which not all states allow. Um, it requires your state to send you your ballot 45 days before the election.
0: That's because you filled out this federal form. Because you
1: filled out this federal form. Otherwise, your state might only require be required to send it to you 30 days or two weeks or who knows what. And you living out out overseas or outside the country, yeah. you might need more time than that to get your ballot back. Um, if you don't get your ballot on time to send it back by the deadline, uh, you can use the federal write-in absentee ballot to vote instead. Yes, of your ballot.
0: There, yes. Are, there are other ways to vote. <laughs> yes, but there they can be kind of complicated.
1: Yeah, and you, I mean the best thing is to vote in person. The second best is to use your state's ballot, but yeah. you have this fallback option if it doesn't come in time and. And uh, a lot of states allow voters additional time to submit their ballots if they've used this federal form that votefromabroad.org helps you fill
0: out. Right. And, and, and you might not have those options if you use another method. Right. Like directly going to your state. Right. And using a form on your state's website to do it. Right. Exactly.
1: And the other thing is it is good for Democrats abroad. And I say that both with the capital letters, meaning the organization, and the lowercase letters, meaning well, us. Us, yeah. yes. <laughs> because the more people who use Democrats Abroad's infrastructure the more and the more of people who vote in the global presidential primary, the more influence we have on issues that matter to people living
0: outside the U.S. Oh, and that is huge. And uh, that's huge. Yes, because yeah. Yeah, taxes being number one. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's
1: the first thing that comes to most people's minds Yes, exactly. You'd,
0: <laughs> you'd like to, to <laughs> them to remember where we're out here.
1: And we've already hinted that at some point we'll have a podcast on taxes, too. But yes, that's a, that might take several installments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so many reasons to use voting. Vote from org to get you ready for the big election. The big election. But then the global presidential primary you'll yes. also be set for as well.
1: Yes, you will. Yes. Uh, the ballots will be ready for the JPP on, I think, February 18. Right. And there will be instructions, I'm sure. Maybe we'll do another podcast on yes. <laughs> how you vote in Ottawa and, 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 ar- and around, around
0: the a world war. as well. Because actually voting for the presidential candidate yes. who will be representing the Democrats yes. is a uh, whole nother thing. Exactly. And it's it's quite exciting on how that process actually comes together.
1: Absolutely.
0: And voting for the global presidential primary with the Democrats will be so many different ways you can vote. Yes.
1: You can do it in person.
0: Right. Um, like so there'll be voting locations around the world.
1: Yeah, including here in Ottawa yeah, on we'll March 3. We're going to have one. And you can do it electronically. We don't have all the details on that. Um, I'm sure email, fax, but it sounds like there might also be an online option. Yes. But all that information is to come.
0: Yeah. All a big reminder of why you should tell an American to vote and make sure that they use votefromabroad.org. I've been David Schellenberg and Rachel Oyster. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you.